What's up, everybody? It's Shameless Plug Time. So thanks for checking out the podcast, Going Full Nerd. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere possible. So look for Going Full Nerd on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, goingfullnerd.com, and my Twitter handle, onyxxx1969. You can also listen to the audio version on its home, anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey guys, let's get on with the show. Okay, let's not freak out, everybody. We got a little problem here. And I'm using uh, something that I don't have a business using. So let's go ahead. Let me see if I can get this uh, microphone thing working correctly because my audio right now is not all that great. So let's see. What am I doing wrong? Oh, my gosh. I hope hope everybody can hear me good. Uh this is something I, I I know, but the audio quality right now is not. Is it better? Okay, that I think is better. Hopefully, hopefully. Okay, all right now. All right, whoo! I got. I can't help myself, but have stuff messing up. You know, it it, it just. I, it's like, oh my goodness. It's like right now my light is so bright. It's like, give me, give me one second, guys. Give me one second. You know, it, it's 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 ultimately just driving me crazy that you know I gotta adjust lights and 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 it's crazy because I don't think I change much out of this at all given times. And I think I know why that's like that. Let's go, let's see if I can get the right camera at the right place at the right time. And you know what? It's not even going. It's, it just just wants to be difficult. It really does. My, my, my day is going, going real bad. It's going real bad. Okay. So I know you still can hear me and I don't know why my camera is all over the place. Let's get the back virtual background going it's not doing what it's supposed to do and my cam link is not it's not responding properly wow i i'm just i'm too through man i'm too freaking through 
this is this is anything that can go wrong, ladies and gentlemen, has gone wrong today. Wow, this is this is this is this is awesome. So guess what? You get it without the funky cool background. Your boy is here. I don't know what's up with the software. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be cool and not let people see the messy ass office, but it is what it is. All right, guys. So let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. All right. Hoo wee. This is this is this is crazy. But anyway, all right. So here goes the thing. We 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 got a lot of cool stuff that's been popping up. We got we got great stuff that's been going down. So I know last week we talked about the Super Bowl. We did all that. You know, my predictions were were crap. I mean, literally out of the 10 things that I picked during the Super Bowl on my, you know, my Super Bowl bets, I got four correct. Four out of 10. That's 40%. Yo, straight failure. <laughs> it is what it is. Didn't win any money. Didn't win anything. So, you know, go figure. But we got to see some cool commercials in regards to our superhero genre movie comic book love. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I'm going to go ahead and put a couple of points out there to get you guys motivated. So let's talk. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer dropped. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. that. That one is not... You know, for Adam Warlock to be showing up in that, for the High Evolutionary to be showing up in that, it's kind of anticlimactic since you got rid of Thanos. With, you know, Adam Warlock, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, it's ah. Now, in regards to Warner Brothers, because, you know, some people are saying, I see you in the chat, Josh, you're talking about it may be Warner Brothers DC Comics time. Well, I mean, that Flash movie looks on point from the trailers. It looks like, damn. You know, it, lo it, looks, like, it looks like Kevin Hart reacting to Don Cheadle's age. Damn. You know, that's what it looks. So I, I'm like, okay, I digress. But, you know, I still got issues with Ezra Miller. I mean, I know they spent a lot of money. They spent a ton of money on that movie, and it's going to get released. Regardless of his ass getting locked up, all sorts of crazy stuff, they'll cancel him after the movie. They'll, the cancel culture will hit him after the movie, and that's fine. I am good with that. But, you know, Michael Keaton, you know, Ben Affleck, okay, you got a whole bunch of stuff going on. <sighs> You loosely adapting the Flashpoint story, I get you. But, you know, with you guys, like you're saying, I hope Grant Gustin does become the movie Flash because he was the television Flash and he was the man. I mean, you can't compare him. But, you know, mm. but let's get to what you guys want to talk about. And that's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum mania. Like, you know, I even even I even I'd like to pull up on my phone and stuff. Ant Man and the Watch, Quantum Mania. Tried to have the cool background and all of that. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And I'm cool with that. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Let me make sure I ain't got any background noise going. So 
Here's the thing, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We're we going to talk about top box office. Obviously, new release, top box office this week, $104 million. We're almost getting back to pre-pandemic movie rent earnings, you know, $104 million, you know. But, you know, but that's only because it came out. You got two, three, four, and five, you know, what you got, Avatar. Six million, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yeah, I, I you know, whatever. Five point four, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Five point two, Knock at the Cabin. Three point nine, Eighty for Brady. Three point six. You know, these are. It is what it is. So, when you think the movies are coming back, you think, and then you see stuff to drop offs like that. Then, you get what's going on at AMC. With the seats, they charge in better seats, cost more money, nosebleeds cost you less. You know, the argument is people do it for football games, people do it for basketball games, people do it for concerts. Why can't you do it for movies? They ain't got to worry about me going to AMC. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Now, the range of prices are dumb. It is what it is. Make that crap even. It takes away from the either I'm going to reserve my seat or I'm going to get my ass to the movies early enough regardless. I mean, you know, everything's reserved seating now if you're doing that. So, you know, go figure. But let's talk Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. First of all, there will be spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry. I'm about to spoil a lot of stuff because I got my speculation and I got things. Now, Rotten Tomatoes tore this movie a new posterior. That Rotten Tomatoes was like, oh, it, it's it's ridiculous. Let's see. Rotten Tomatoes did not like this movie. But here goes the problem with Rotten Tomatoes. I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes is a bunch of they're not fans. They're not fans. They're not people. So let's talk. Let's talk Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, Quantum Mania. Okay, so Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, was forty seven percent rotten on their tomato meter. I'm gonna say it again: forty seven percent rotten on the tomato meter. Now, with it being forty seven percent rotten, you'd be like, "Oh, that movie trash! I want to go see that. I want to see this." But here goes the deal. The audience score. Now, let's talk about the sampling here. The critic score, Rotten Tomatoes, 47% rotten out of 303 reviews. So that means just under half of those 303, they said the movie wasn't all that great, wasn't good. But when you get to the audience, when you get to the audience score, it is a 84% awesome. 84% out of over 5,000 verified ratings. 5,000. 5,000 said they liked it. Versus the 303, and I'm averaging this. That didn't. So 
here goes my thing. Was Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania worth the hate or was it worth the good? Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Story-wise, across the board, it was a solid story for a third movie in a series it was not horrible but it was not awe-inspiring i think the problem with a lot of people and a lot of fans myself included i just expect infinity war end game style on the edge of my seat after i saw that Stop me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. That's how I feel. I feel we are spoiled and we want the end game. We want Infinity War. We want to be sitting on the edge of our seat like this saying, dang it. But it is what it is. Now, here's the, here's the thing. There were things inside the story that I could have done without and still Felt the same way about the movie. There were two elements that really could have been erased from the story. Bill Murray's character, okay, and Modoc could have got rid of both of those. The story would have had the same impact for me. The movie would still have the same impact for me. Now, Remember, going full nerd, I go ahead, I grade things on a five-point scale, a five-nerd scale, a five-onyx scale. That's what I do, okay? Three being generic, two being, oh, catch a man, nay, one being, why you bother, four being, it's decent, go check it out, five is like, ah, I have not given out any fives in 2023, okay? And I'm still not going to give out any fives in 2023. But I have not given out any ones in 2023. And I will not be giving out a one just yet. Okay? So it's not a five and it's not a one. All right? Now you know where it's falling in between. And that really doesn't help you much, does it? But anyway. Okay. So, reason why I say Bill Murray's character is useless. That could have been played by anybody. So Marvel, Disney, whoever you want to blame it on, paid an ass ton of money to Bill Murray just for him to be in there two minutes. It is what it is. All right. Next. Just like my man Fully Geeking Out just said in the chat, Modoc was not essential to the storyline. He could have been a hell of a lot better. He could have been something that just... Mm, useless also i'm going to agree with some of the masses the cgi for modok was straight ass it was it was horrible it was bad you know was it a comic accurate modok somewhat but was it you know like oh snap modok they should have kept the mask over modok with the mask on, it was slamming. Took the mask off, trash. Just leaving it at that. So now, 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 let's move it on. Let me take a sip of the adult beverage. 
I do not condone adult beverages by those <laughs> who are not of legal age, but sometimes you got to drink these to get through some of these movies. Mm. So let's talk a little bit more. What was the bad of the movie? Well, like I said, Modoc, Bill Murray. Um, I felt Michelle Pfeiffer was slightly wasted. Um, got it, you know. The whole book thing was okay. That was kind of in line with the Ant-Man character. The people, I'm like, okay, I get it. But the angst and the issues with the daughter and Ant-Man didn't really feel like it carried over much from Avengers, Endgame, from the, the previous Ant-Man. You know, the emotion, the emotion from Endgame was not there between Ant-Man and Cassie, between, between those two characters. And I understand, yes, you got the events of the snap, you got, you know, the events of Falcon and Winter Soldier, or Captain America and Winter Soldier, whatever you want to call it. I get it. And you carried a little bit of that into the movie, they could have left it out. All right? So, and the infatuation with the quantum realm. Truthfully, if they were talking about looking at the quantum realm, I wish they could have continued the story and looked at the quantum realm in trying to completely cure ghosts. You remember her, the villain from Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah, that would have been great. So now, all right. <laughs> now, so let's continue on. So if we're going to go ahead, all right, we're going to go ahead. And we're going to start narrowing down the scale as to where I found this. It's, it's, not a, it's not a two. Not a two. Not a two. It's a little bit better than that because of a couple of major performances. Could care less about the performance of Michelle Pfeiffer? Meh. Michael Douglas? He had his moments in there. Got it. Old girl that played Cassie, meh. Paul Rudd was Paul Rudd. Lovable, goofy, that's what he is. I dig it with the Ant-Man character. Now, now let's get to the nitty gritty. What saved this movie? Special effects were 100% on point. Oh my goodness my goodness the whoa just the just the the visuals of the quantum realm and just all of that slam it talk a couple of easter eggs in a moment i was like okay i could dig this the special effects the cgi all good but the next best thing the fight scene between Ant-Man and Kang. That epic battle was nice. I dig it. The fight, the way they did, the dialogue from Paul Rudd to my man was, was, was dynamite. I, it, it felt genuine that Ant-Man was pinned. It felt genuine, okay? Don't know how I feel about 
a couple of other little things like Michael Douglas, you know, the way he comes in at the end battle. It was kind of smooth. It was kind of cool. But it was like, yeah, okay. But let's move on. Let's move on. We're going to move forward. This is what boosted that movie. Jonathan Majors. My man. And that's why I got this shirt on. Kang! He made the movie. This man has brain. When you see this movie, he goes from a calm, like, okay, demeanor, to over-the-top 100%. Dude has brain. Dude can switch between personalities, and it makes you want to go ahead and say, he might need to be checked out. Because between the acting as Kang in the sh in the movie itself, the acting as He Who Remains in Loki Season 1, and the after-credit scene, the first after-credit scene, and, oh, by the way, the second after-credit scene. Yes, there's two, so don't drink a big beverage if you haven't gone. Now, but what does this mean? Are y'all ready for the um? Y'all ready? Y'all are y'all ready? Are y'all ready for the spoilers? Before I get to my rating, spoilers. And the spoiler is essentially going to come from the first after credit scene. Okay, the first after credit scene. Hey. It's an Ant-Man movie. Ant-Man wins. They they didn't do the whole heroes lose because it's probably not going to be an Ant-Man 4. You know? But Ant-Man wins. That's the spoiler. But that first after credit scene, when longtime comic book fans got to see three Kang variants. Remember that line from Loki? You think I'm bad? Where do you see my variants? Oh, my God. My mouth hit the floor. Hit the floor when I saw Rama Tut show up on the screen. Jonathan Majors as Rama Tut. Oh, my God. If you don't know Rama Tut, you need to read some Fantastic Four comic books. We're going to talk about Fantastic Four a little bit more. Then you saw. I had to look on the internet after I watched it. But Scarlet Centurion. Oh, another version of Kang. Ooh, looking real spiffy. Look better than Cyborg from Justice League. Just saying. Look kind of like it, but better. CGI was on point. And then you saw it with the big Nefertiti hat. You saw it. The big Nefertiti hat on top. He had it right up here. It was like this big, yo. Immortus. And those three. And then to pan out to see the Council of Kang. Oh, my God. Yo. Hey, yo. I lost my mind. I'm sitting there holding it in. I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs and be like, yes. Because that brought up something. 
If you notice, Kevin Feige been making a lot of announcements this past week. And he started saying he's going to have a Fantastic Four announcement real soon. So, comic book aficionados, we all know that Kang is a descendant of Nathaniel Richards, who is the father of Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. Fantastic Four. Now, we've seen a version of Reed Richards inside of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now, I'm trying to figure out how we go from Pearly White, <laughs> Reed Richards in Multiverse of Madness, to Jonathan Majors, Chocolate Chocolate, as Kang the Conqueror. Well, that's the word. Variant. And if you watch Disney Plus, and if you watch Loki, hmm, you know, variants can take all shapes and sizes. Sylvie, female Loki. Loki, the alligator. Mm. They don't all have to look alike. They don't have to be all similar. Right? Right. So, what is my deduction for this? Now, here's the thing. If they follow some comic book etiquette and make Kang a descendant of Reed Richards, of Nathaniel Richards, then... I have a feeling when they make the announcement for the Fantastic Four film, it's going to be one of two things. Either they're going to have a black, African-American, or ethnic actor play Reed Richards, or, or, wait for it, wait for it, it's going to be Susan Storm. Because, you know, that's how genetics work. You know, they're married. Goes on. But see, the groundwork they've already laid in the MCU with Tony Stark discovering the time travel, it makes it a little bit difficult for Kang to be a descendant of Nathaniel Richards, who invented time travel. So is Kang going to be a descendant of Tony, which would mean that the little girl Morgan gets with a brother? saying just putting it out there don't know but the variants are different shapes and sizes we can go any kind of way but for the kangs to be chocolatey all the way across it leads me to believe that you're going to have a black reed richard you're going to have a black reed richard bottom line okay you you any ethnicity he's going to be a black guy maybe jonathan major you never know Jonathan Majors could be the one playing Reed Richards all along and be like, hey, pff, I don't know these dudes. They're my descendants. Because you don't know how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four because they, they've had issues. And then you had the little dealings in the comic book where they maybe alluded that Kang may be related to Dr. Doom. Maybe Dr. Doom is related to this dude. Maybe Dr. Doom is going to be a brother. Maybe instead of being Victor Von Doom from Latveria, it'll be Victor Victor Von Victor Von Vonnell Doom, you know, from 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 L.A. South Central, you know. I don't know. It might happen, but it is what it is. That's going to be the key. That's going to be the key. So, speculation from this leads me to learn, especially since I saw Rama Tut in the thing. 
the first villain in the Fantastic Four movie will not be Doctor Doom. It will not be Mole Man following the comic books. I have a, I have a thing. It's going to be Ramatek. Th- that Reed Richards is going to be trying to get through with the help of maybe Hank Pym. They're doing the Quantum Realm stuff. So maybe they're trying to, you know, figure out how to do all this stuff because they use the Quantum Realm for time travel. You know, back in Avengers, maybe they're trying to figure something else out and do something else. And then what happens? Maybe somebody's trying to bring back Tony Stark. Hmm. Don't know. But we got a lot of stuff that could happen, which will lead to Secret Wars, right? And the Kang Dynasty. So we don't know. We don't see enough. Yeah, Lockberry, it does not sound like brothers will be there. You know, but hey, you never know, man. You never know. You never know. He could, he could come from the south side of Lockberry. You know what I'm saying? Projects in Lockberry. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. I'm just saying. You know, his mom, Doomquisha, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Shoot. Hey, I just make this stuff up. I don't get paid. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But maybe, hey, I, I, I look forward to it. But pretty much Jonathan Major saved the whole film for me. And it, you know, between special effects, fight sequences, it wasn't a great film, but it wasn't as bad as people are portraying it. It was a solid film. It actually, in my book, gets a four. It gets a solid four. No more, no less. It is worth seeing. Go see it in the theater. Do not spend money for IMAX. Well, IMAX, if they got it in IMAX, you may want to see it, but you don't have to pay for 3D. I, I see them pushing 3D. Forget that, man. Go to a nice theater, get you in the recliner, get you some food. You're not going to fall asleep on it. It's decent. It's good. It's fun. Okay? And that's what we're supposed to go to the movie. Doom don't have no project. What you mean? Liberia in the comic books is the projects. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yo, but who the heck? I'm looking through here. What was my last movie? I see the name from good old Bifford the Hob- Bifford the Hobbit. I don't know. Well, you know what, Josh? You're talking about superhero fatigue. There is a possibility of superhero fatigue. And I think that sometimes super fans, super nerds, I think we're part of it, um, part of the public um, fatigue, because we look at these things with such a critical eye when compared to the comic. We also are going up against a whole lot of, uh, what's the best way for me to say it? People thinking that all movies should be award winning. You know, hey, we got Cocaine Bear getting ready to hit theater. It's not about having fun anymore. And that's the problem. Everybody thinks every movie should be about an award. It should be an epic thing. What happened to just seeing a movie to enjoy, get away for a couple of hours, have fun? That's the key. I mean, because if you're going to talk about that, I mean, you want to talk fatigue? Let's talk fatigue. We got another Indiana Jones movie getting ready to hit. I mean, Harrison Ford looked tired, bruh. Looked tired. We got Fast X coming out. Jason Momoa. I mean, in, in, in a Fast and Furious? 
Come on, son. Work with me. Hmm. But I digress. It is what it is. But Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It's a four out of five on a going full nerd scale. Right now, I will also say, please take a good look at it. You'll enjoy it. The Young Avengers are coming to fruition. And I think the Young Avengers are going to play a bigger part because think about all the Young Avengers they've already introduced. Wicked, Speed, uh, Patriot, um, Ms. Marvel, Young Hawkeye. Okay, okay. This one gives us stature, a.k.a. Cassie Lang. Wow. That's six of them. Who else we got? They showed young Loki inside of the, um, in, inside of, whatchamacallit, I don't think he died in Loki season one. They can always bring back young Loki. Just saying. Oh, no, that kid probably, dude probably old as hell now. Well, no, he, it all depends. As long as he ain't grown mustache, right? You know, it is what it is. And yes, movies are less about art than they are about the money. But what creates movie and art? What what defines it, you know? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Gone with the Wind is art. I could care less about Gone with the Wind. I wasn't really blown away by it. Get it? Gone with the Wind? Whatever. But it's the sign of the times. Things ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. It is what it is. Movies, like I say, get, let them be the escape. If you get a good one, great. If you don't, meh. Oh well. Did you have fun? You know, everybody that was in the theater that I saw, nobody booed it. Wasn't that bad. Nobody walked out not smiling. Wasn't that bad. Nobody was like, well, damn, let me get my money back. Wasn't that bad. It is what it is, folks. But hey, I'd like to go ahead and thank each and every one of you for showing up. I've gone over my 30-minute time frame, and I'm sorry. What the bad points? Like I say, the bad points about that movie really were Bill Murray and Modoc. Those were the two things I could not stand about that movie. You know, well. Here's the thing, you know, most movies, yeah, it is formulaic. Well, you think about it. Most movies are planned in three parts because we're going to go ahead and we're going to juice everybody for the month. Three parts. So it's always got to be a trilogy. They adapt everything to be a freaking trilogy. And if it goes beyond the trilogy, they, they're really stretching it out. Like, did we really need 10 Fast and Furious? Do we really need, what's that, three, four? Five Indiana Jones. Do we need four John Wicks? Yeah, we need four John Wicks. That John Wick four look, that trailer for John Wick four looks slamming. But you understand what I'm saying? You know, James Bond was one of those movies. 007 was one of those characters. They really they did it. They kind of did it right. They reset it every so often. They're not all trying to be connected. It's just the same character in different. Born Identity, nice, nice, you know. The Batman movies, a little bit too much, you know, because we keep getting Batman reset. The Superman movies, we keep getting Superman reset. I mean, think about it, folks. Think about it, all right? 
But anyway, as always, I thank each and every one of you. Got to share one last little thing with you. Got a little thing in the mail. We're going to start our fundraising one more time this year. One more time. And with that being said, just to share with you guys, we got another medal this year, which was great. In 2022, we ended up getting our silver medal for the fundraising we did for Children's National Medical Center, raising our medal count. We got three gold, two silver. So come on, we got to go for gold again this year, folks. We got to get the gold. Links will be coming soon. If you want to become a team member for the, you know, charity fundraising, let me know. We do a video game day in November. That's going to be awesome. We're going to try to do it big this year. Anyway, whew, man, that's it. And remember, if you can't say something nice to somebody, don't say nothing at all. Send it to me. I'll say it for you. I will. Trust me, I will. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, let me hit this funky outro music. Hope I didn't spoil the movie too much for those that didn't see it. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, four on the going full nerd scale. Said it one more time. That's it. Peace, y'all. I'm out of here. Let's get that funky music going. Oh, my goodness. I think I need to change the funky outro music. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. Mm. Oh, man, I, other than the technical difficulties that started in the beginning, hey, I greatly, greatly appreciate each and one of you for hanging out. If you haven't already done so, please hit the video with a like, share it with friends. I got to get it. You know, this is how I move up in the rank, and this is how we get more cool stuff to do. should be a subscribe button there's a couple of videos down there that you can take a look at it is what it is but anyway peace y'all i'm gone gone i'm gone i'm really gone